this isn't sponsored by Coke. Sponsored by Coca-Cola. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right, go ahead. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> we're, already, we're already laughing. Like, we haven't even started. <laughs> we haven't even started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us for our 20th episode. Hey. Finale. But season finale. Oh, season finale? Uh, we're more like a, a break. Oh, so we're finally going a on a honeymoon? Break. A fake break. Okay. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> so for the 20th episode, this is a very special episode yes i've been wanting to get this guy on the podcast since since our very first episode (laughs) (laughs) so uh without further ado the man the myth the legend wait wait, wait. if you oh sorry what are we calling him oh uh what are we naming you oh yeah what do we what do we call you do i have a special name it's it's up to you yeah you could be whatever you want i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) well this is our friend chris Oh, Chris. Or oh, I've known. Oh, yeah. Christopher, uh, sorry. Yes, my real name's Christopher. Your real name's Christopher? Yeah. yeah. But we you call him... Pow. 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 P-O-W. Where'd you get that nickname from, Pow? So, because... When, I'm sorry. Oh, no, my bad. So when I played basketball, there was like three Chris's <laughs> yeah. on the team, and yeah. I'm only 5'4", so I, I was driving into the lane or something, and I yeah. got fouled hard, and the coach was like, you got Pow. Oh, so, you got pout in that. Yeah, right. so ever since ever since then, I've been called Pow in oh. high school, freshman year. Because Pow, Chris yeah. Pow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I've met. So the very first time I met this wonderful man, Pow, was I think we was on. Uh, we were playing Counter Strike video games. Video games, right? Yes. I, I actually, I think we were playing PUBG, and you played. Oh. Oh. Because yeah. you not you didn't play CS. From what I remember. Oh, yeah, you didn't. Oh, you don't yeah, because I hate that fucking <laughs> yeah. game. Well, you hate both of the games. Yeah, I hate both of them now. But, okay, so, anyway, sorry, guys. Anyway, so, Pao is a, would you say, um, a Drew driver, I guess? Just yeah, straight up? I, I guess, I mean, I'm a considered of... a professional driver, but I'm not Ooh. a professional drifter. Oh, just driver. Professional driver, but not professional Because um, in, like, road racing and time attack, I have all my licenses and stuff, but yes. not, not in drifting. I'm still an amateur in drifting specifically. Okay. Well, we'll so, get we'll get into road racing and time yes. attack later on in in the podcast. Yeah, but so but pretty much this episode will be about cars. Majority of it will be about cars. Yes. Unfortunately, I can't talk about my sexual escapades over the weekend, but <laughs> yeah, he always has. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I, like I always have. Oh man. But uh, okay, so since this episode is about cars, let me start this segment with Chimarrand. Yay. <laughs> So, okay, so on our way to Pow's house today, since we're filming this episode at Pow's place. Thank yes. you, Pow. By the way, for yeah, this, he has a nice little new studio. studio. New studio. New studio. studio. Nice. By the way, this drive was about an hour away. Yeah, about so. an hour away. It was worth it. So, though. me and Chima have a lot of. Yeah, a lot of things that we saw on the road. For one, <laughs> so, okay, so I'm driving on the freeway, white. Freeway, white. Freeway, <laughs> white. I've been driving on the freeway, right? So, okay, so I'm driving, and then there's this car tailgating me, right? So, usually I let it go. But today was was a special day. I knew Pal was waiting for us, so I was like, (laughs) okay, this guy's pissing my mood off, right? So, what I usually do is if somebody's tailgating me, I pull over to the side, let him go. But I'm not done. Now it's my turn. To tailgate, right? Yeah. So, you know, he floors it. I floor it trying to catch him. And then, you know, Germ, Germ's a nice man. Germ's a nice man. He's like, no, man, just let it go. Let it go. Yeah. You know what? You're right, Germ. Basically, we were I'll trying to cut him off. But it was funny because uh, Chimo was trying to accelerate as fast as he could. <laughs> but his car didn't catch him. Oh, man. I, I was like, yeah, we're not going to. And what kind of car does Chima have? Uh, it's, it's a Mustang. Uh, it's a... It's a... It's a... It's a... <laughs> It's a Mustang. It's a Mustang. And That's, the other car, he I'm was going to leave it at. Yeah. Leave it at okay. That, you know? it's a the other car is going fast. I'm not going to say V6. I'm not going to say V8. <laughs> I'm not going to say automatic. I'm not going to say manual. Yeah. You know, it's just you know, it's a Mustang. You know, boom, boom. <laughs> I'm surprised after 20 episodes, they don't know what cars you guys drive. Actually, you oh, do. Really? we talked about it in episode like one or two, I believe. We remember? Did? I did. I was ta- asking you about it. Oh, I was like, oh, you? nice car. I complimented you. Remember? Oh yeah, and then I remember in another episode, some birds like pooped on your car, and then you was telling oh, me that you was like, I'm sorry. But, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. So, like, so people are behind you, pal. Okay, so first of all, have you ever experienced something like that while you're driving, pal, um, on the road? Yeah, all the time. I mean, people 
Especially, like, it depends what car I'm driving. Right. So, like, if I'm driving the vet, mm-hmm. then I have, a, I do have a Corvette. So, sometimes Ooh. people will tailgate me, like, to get me to go fast. Or, right. Yeah. So, so, you always have those people that are driving right next to you or, and they're trying to give you a, some sort of signal, like, hey, buddy. Exactly. Or, you know, or, like, you know, it'll be, like, 3 a.m. and I'll be the only car on the freeway. Right. And they'll be going the exact same speed as me. <laughs> oh. And I try to not pay attention, but then yeah. I'll, I'll look over. Yeah. But you know what? Most of the time, they're either giving me a thumbs up or okay. wanting, oh. you know, wanting nice. to, they put their hand by the ear wanting to hear Wow. The car. A lot of people do like Corvettes too, so. Really? Um, I don't know if you remember, Chima, the other day you were driving my Prius and oh, we were yeah. going uphill yeah, and, you yeah. know, if people tailgate me into my Prius <laughs> and I'm going uphill... Trust me, I'm I'm gassing it, and I'm oh, not I'm not getting anywhere, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, you guys have to just think about but, things like but that. But the but the Prius though was pretty nice. I, I so okay. So after Jerm's birthday trip to Sequoia, I drove the Prius four hours back uh, to home. Yeah, and the Prius was pretty smooth. It's pretty nice. You know, people talk yeah. a lot of shit about the Prius. But I think that goes for any car, really. Like you have to just test out the car and yeah, and see how it is. Like. Uh, pal here you know you have a, a Prius don't you yeah my mom ha- my mom does have a Prius and it's actually pretty it's pretty fast I mean yeah I, I I'm don't... surprised how much power I could put out yes when I yep and it's okay. crazy how it's like it's battery and gas so like yeah. yeah I really wonder how much battery power it's using yeah yeah or you know versus the motor yeah going up that hill my car was struggling I was, <laughs> I was running out of battery <laughs> yeah but so. I do I do remember driving my mom's Prius to Vegas. Yeah. And like my mom when she drives, she really gets fifty miles per gallon, yeah. which is what they're rated, but fifty I, miles per gallon. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. the Prius is rated to. But my Woo. trip to Vegas and I was you know, I was driving like eighty, eighty five. Yeah. I got like nineteen miles per gallon. Nineteen in a Prius. <laughs> oh shit. Because you know, there's from Fontana to Vegas there's a lot of hills. Okay. Uh, so I was pretty much flooring it. And you're using AC? Yes. Yes. So yep. it matters. So nineteen miles per gallon. Yeah. I see. So, so, okay, so since we're on that, so, pal, you said you're a professional driver, but not a professional drifter. Yes. So what got you into cars? Was it was it the good old Fast and Furious with Vin Diesel and rest in peace Paul Walker? Or right. so was it something that you saw on TV? I was, or? I was actually a little bit... There's actually two stories to how I got into cars. Oh, sorry, I mean, real quick. A uh, quick uh, interjection. Uh, for me... I don't know anything about cars. Okay. I just have a Mustang. I'm not going to say V6 or V8 or automatic or manual, but I just have a Mustang. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much where my knowledge is. So gotcha. I, I'm, you know, if you're listening and you don't know too much about cars, I'm right there with you. I'm the noob in this conversation. Yeah. So pretty much Chimo will be kind of learning. If yeah. Anything. So if you know, channel yourselves through me, basically, that's, yeah. that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So I'll, I'll try to explain it as, as easy as I can. So okay, I, I kind of have two stories on how I got started in cars. Okay. The first story was, is when I was like 14 years old, I had a cousin who was in his twenties already. Yeah. Um, it was 2004 and he had one of the first STIs. So Subaru released, released a, um, the STI variant of the WRX in 04. Mm. So, so I, re- so what is a STI is just a oh, type of, basically it's just the, I guess the upgraded model of uh, Impreza, which okay. the WRX is the upgraded model okay. of the Impreza also. Okay. But it's the, the SCI, racing version. Yeah, just, SCI just is that. just four-wheel drive, okay. 300 horsepower. Damn. And I just remember being so young and, you know, he had already put an exhaust on it and I was just like, wow, that car's loud. Yeah. That car's cool. And then he took me for a ride and at, at the time, that was the fastest car I've ever rode in. Really? Yeah. So that's kind of what got me liking cars and interested in cars, but... What made me become a driver was I was like 15 years old, mm-hmm. and there's actually a canyon right next to my house that we're here, like okay. the house we're in right now, yeah, called Lytle Creek, and I was like I think 15 and a half. Wait, so this is for driving or drifting? This is for being a driver, driving overall. Driver. So, so okay, so to break it down, so what do you mean by being a driver? Like racing on the streets well, on closed circuits, or basically, my the the story is my friend was racing this Corolla in the mountains. It wasn't yeah. even his. Yeah. Um, we ended up crashing the car, rolling oh, over. Oh, man. We, luckily, you guys rolled over. Yeah, luckily, I, I was the most hurt, and all I got was a seatbelt burn. Wait, we, I want to talk about this now, so... so <laughs> you want to talk I, about I do. This? Yeah. You, you rolled over. Yeah, you know? it, was, like, it, was, so. it was just like... I think it was like literally one roll. Oh, okay. It was... Did, yeah. you hit, did you hit your head, though? No, no. I was, it, was, it was a slow roll, but it <gasps> was a seatbelt burn 
This is when you were 15. I was like 15. Yeah. So this is the story of why I became a driver. Okay. So when that happened, I just was just so motivated and inspired to be... Because I didn't have a license yet. Yeah. So I was like 15 or 15 and a half. And when that happened, it made me want to become a driver. Like so, maybe not a race driver, yeah. but to be a, a safer driver. So that, oh, that wouldn't happen yeah, to me. Yeah, you know Damn. what to do and control it. Yeah. Damn, that's pretty interesting because for most people... Especially okay. if, it, if I was in the car and I did one rollover, I'm done. Yeah, a crash would scare people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're not. You're not. Scared. Yeah. So basically, after that happened, like when my my mom had to pick me up, and that was the worst thing ever because you know I told my mom, oh, a she car. Was mad. I, I mean, I'm surprised. I thought she was gonna cry, but she was really more mad that I lied to her <laughs> about where I went. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, right. how, that's how parents are sometimes. Yeah, I, mean. I didn't tell her like, oh, we're racing a car in the mountains. Like yeah. I told her. We're going to play video games or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but when she brought me home, my neighbor had asked what happened. And he, he actually does a racing called autocross. So What, what is that? It, autocross is basically, it's not, you're not on a track. You could be anywhere. It could be a parking lot at Walmart. But basically, it's a, it's a, a setup course with yeah, cones. With cones. Yeah, and basically, the but, way autocross works is you walk the course mm-hmm. and then you pretty much have three laps through your fastest time. And my, my neighbor Caesar at the time, when when he saw me come home right after the crash, yeah, he actually recommended like, oh, why don't, you know, I had vented to him saying like, oh, my friend crashed and wasn't that good of a driver. Yeah. So I said, I want to become a better driver. So that's, he actually recommended that to me and my mom. Right. Did I do that? So I actually got to race my mom's Camry hand-me-down that I know that they were already going to give me. Yeah. You hear that, like, guys? He he was racing in a Camry. Yeah. yeah. Not even like a sports car. It yeah, it was scary. automatic four-cylinder. Automatic, too. Automatic four-cylinder. Yeah, but luckily it has like the L, with like the low gear. Well, right. L stands oh, yeah. for first and then there's second gear. So you can manually pick what gear you could be in. But it's not. Yeah, it's not it's a replacement for manual transmission. Okay. But um, basically, I, I started in that. Yeah. Um. My first year, I didn't do so well. But then I also had instruction like from instructors that year. Yeah. So when I came back the next year, I ran a full season and, you know, I kind of got like a hang of it fast. It was, yeah. you know, basically I, I won a championship like my first year. But at what, it, it at was, what age? At what age? I was 16 years old. At but 16, it was, you won your first championship. Yeah, but it was like, it's called the novice class. Yeah. So it, it literally could have been someone's 60s. Yeah. But it, it was... The cars are. I could be going against Vipers, Damn. Corvettes. It was you were just in this class because well, you were wait, a wait. beginner. So you was in a Camry. Yes. In this class. Yes. Did you go up against any like? What was the craziest car you yeah. used to, you so, were going against? Wait, so if you, you remember, you, you won this event. Well, so basically, it's a whole year. So, okay. But, okay. but to dumb it down, also, it's um basically, you. You basically got a time like your your time wasn't time as in like how fast you went to the finish line yeah in autocross they time you on like what they think that car should do mm. so okay. like say you're driving a corvette okay oh, you wow. should be the camry yeah so they have some sort of formula that i even at this that's age pretty, i don't understand yeah that's pretty weird that doesn't make sense yeah it does it, it sounds i don't under i couldn't explain it to you if you asked me but right basically i had one because like my times are i mean i was far away in times like actual times yeah these cars but it was the calculated time of, okay, a Camry shouldn't have done that time or like they expect the Camry to be a lot slower. Right. It's, it's weird. But anyways, so that, 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 oh, go ahead. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> My bad. So, that, so that's, so that was the beginning of your career. career. Yeah. Because I, um, I did that first and then it wasn't until I was like 17 and a half. Yeah. So luckily I, I, I had a great job at, hobby people or like like <laughs> rc funny. cars and stuff like that yeah um, do they still op- exist by the way i don't i think they like now they're fully shut down like oh, okay. every Wait, store is closed is hobby people hobby people it's a, sh- a shop where they sell like remote controlled cars or oh. airplanes and we had yeah. one i used to go to a lot too yeah. yeah so so luckily i made decent enough money when i was in high school to save for a down yeah and nice. then i bought my civic which our homie leo owns now but, Leo, shout out to Leo. Yeah. Okay, so can you uh, break that car situation too as well? Like what happened with what you did, like career wise. Yeah. So I car? bought I bought a Civic, and luckily, you know, my first year I met someone named Dennis who owns a shop in Walnut, California, called Speed Zone Motorsports, and yeah. it was cool because they knew of my track experience. Yeah. I, I mean, I I didn't really have track experience at the time, but what they did was 
there was an event in 2009 where it was a red line time attack event and they said okay we're gonna try you out we're, we're gonna pay for the event we, w- we want you to run and see if you could win so i was it was a pretty big deal because i've never been on a big track yeah but i kind of skipped ahead before this my, my local track here is called adams motorsports park yeah so i actually learned a lot of my my racing techniques there before before this willow springs event that they paid for right I, I drove at Adams maybe hundreds of laps before I went on this. But it, I mean, it's completely different though. Adams is the fastest you hit, it's like 70 or 60. Yeah. On this track that, you know, Dennis said, we'll try you out at, you hit speeds of like 130. Okay. Yeah. 120. So, um, that being said, I ran the event. There was like 11 people in my class. Mm-hmm. I took fourth overall. Nice. But I mean, mind you, I was only 17, yeah. 18 at the time. So, that and that was 2009. So, in 2010, Dennis decided to fully back me for the whole season. Wow. So, then, after that, I you know, I got a bunch of sponsors on board, like Tokiko Shocks. Yeah, yeah had, can you name a couple of them? Yeah, so I had Tokiko Shocks. I had Hankook okay. Tires. I also had a, a local shop next to Dennis called Talier you Auto. Were, you were a kid just balling, like, yeah. out of control with these sponsors. So, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to say balling, but I was fortunate because they paid for... Yeah. I mean, my alignments were, for, were free. My tire mounting yeah, and balance were free. That's pretty good. So, yeah, and basically, I ran the entire Red Line Time Attack season in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what is what is Time Attack, really? So, so Time Attack, basically, is you, you drive around a, a, a course, like yeah. a man-made course, yeah. and you basically see who finishes the lap faster. But also, there's car classes. So... My Civic was front-wheel drive. Uh, okay. You know, there's also rear-wheel drive cars, four-wheel yeah. drive cars. So my times wouldn't count against those cars. Yeah, okay. Um, and, and Redline Time Attack, it was... At that time, it was a big deal. Redline was... You know, there was cash prizes. Yeah. There was big company teams coming out. I wasn't in the, those classes with the big company teams. Right. I was more in the class for, like, a person that has an everyday driver, but you wanted to take your car to the track and race. Okay. That's the class I would race in. It was okay. called Enthusiast Class. So I ran a full season, you know, sponsored by Dennis and, and Jimmy from Tire Auto. And yeah. they um, basically just helped me out. I mean, I also had a bad crash in the middle of the season. Really? Which is, you know, my first <clears throat> crash ever. I mean, I at that point, I was like 18 years old. Yeah. I've never been to a car accident on the street. Yeah. So it was a big deal for me to like fly off the course and kind of mess up the car. I mean, I don't want to so, really go into detail. Okay. I, I didn't mess it up bad. I mean, yeah. I, I raced the next day and took third. Yeah. But that was a big deal for me being so young. Yeah. And me still wanting to go out and race. You know, I, I think if I was another 18-year-old, they would want to just quit. <laughs> Nowadays, yeah. at least. Yeah, and go home. or I, I would just motivate to still race. Yeah. So luckily, I also had a sponsor called Cobb. Okay. They're famous for tuning subarus yeah tuning subarus and stuff like that they were yeah. one of my sponsors so they ha- also helped me get the car back yeah on track. So, okay yeah wow but yeah but yeah basically i won the championship that year and also rookie of the year yeah which was cool that was that was that was a cool award to win yeah and because of more <clears throat> and because of that you got even more sponsors more sponsors yeah so then i didn't really more groupies yeah i mean you know at that point i mean i mean i don't know if you want me to continue but that's where after that, I had done, like, more time tech stuff, but I didn't yeah. really do, like, a full season. I just did races here and there, won a couple. But yeah. that was when I made the transition into drifting, which, if I could go back in time, I don't know if I would have. Right. What told... got you interested in drifting? In drifting? So, so, wait. You, um... I know I'm kind of jumping. No, it's like, okay. No, it's from, okay. From, like, story to story. But during yeah. that Redline Time Attack season, um, I had bought a 240 from Dennis. He was selling the 240 yeah. for like $1,000. He said, okay, you can make payments. Yeah. So that's... So real, real quick though, the autocross. You yes. said that you can set up anywhere, right? Yes. So when you're setting up autocross, so when I when I think of this, when I think of any racing, street racing or whatever like that, yes, my mind always reverts to Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Where, you know, you have this closed off street, you have all these people like standing around... And, you yeah. know, they're, they're just letting cars race. Is that what autocross... No, so uh, autocross is kind of... It's legal. It's legal. It's yeah. actually Oh, like, it's legal. Yeah, so it would be like at a track, for example. Yeah, too, so like so. basically the local autocross track for me here is at California Speedway, which is down the street. Uh, okay. Yeah, and they'll so, set it up. They'll set up a track yeah. pretty much. The, there's, the there's actual people who are professional course designers. 
So they'll set up a course for every. Have you ever, have you ever been involved in a legal street race? Um. Yes. I mean, I haven't. <laughs> Wait. You said illegal. E- illegal. Yeah. Wait, is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. I. I mean, I've never been to like you know like back in the day Compton street races were a big yeah. deal where it's people. Deal. Would... It still is. Oh, okay. It still so is a big deal. What's going on in Compton? Like people will trailer cars out there, prep yeah. the prep the asphalt. I mean, I've raced cars on the freeway. Yeah. All the time. I mean, yeah. I still do now. Yeah. You know, in Mexico, of course. <laughs> but I still do that now but I've never been to an event yeah. like I've never been to like an actual street race event where like I don't know I just I think there's too much risk if cops come and oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. get yeah. you can get a ticket that's for why watching. you gotta go in a Prius yeah that's true <laughs> see you know what I'm that, saying no but they true. it's crazy because they still do illegal like fast and furious type of racing so yeah, yeah. and like Powell said in Compton they'll shut down the street or whatever and they have to do and you'll see like a huge crowd and then it's funny because they'll race in like say in Compton yeah. and then they'll move down to like Long Beach. Somehow yeah. they just know it. They just text each other or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. They're just setting up. Yeah, the next next areas. location, next location, something oh, like that. Really? They still do it. So when you're racing somebody on the freeway, freeway right? In Mexico. What did you okay. say? What, what did you say? Freeway. Okay. <laughs> Why can't I say that Is word? that W or something? Or? Free, freeway. Freeway. When you're racing somebody on the freeway... So, okay, so where do you set, like, all right, this is where we begin, and then this is where we end. So, where do you where do you cross, where do you say this so, is the finish line? here, I'll, I'll go over a recent race I had last week. It was against... In Mexico. Yes, in Mexico. It okay. was, it was I don't know what freeway, but it was on a Mustang, or it was against a Mustang. I said on a Mustang. <laughs> it, it, was against, it was against a Mustang, and it's yeah. crazy, like, you know, you can't hear each other, especially when your car's allowed. Yeah. So I, I dropped you're, to... You're, you're, ra- you're ra- sorry, you're racing in the Corvette. Yes. Okay. I'm racing in my vet, and I have okay. my, my friend DQ as a passenger. All right, shout out to DQ. So <laughs> I, I slowed down to like 50, but it's crazy because I didn't tell him. I didn't have like 5-0 like from my fingers. I didn't yeah. yell 5-0 or 50. I just slowed down to 50, and he already knew to slow down oh shit that's then, when you know it's on yeah basically yeah but i mean the freeway was also empty it was like 3 a.m okay. or 2 a.m oh, okay. in mexico in mexico yes yeah. so from that point you kind of have to figure out who's going to do the three basically honks yeah you do three honks okay and on the third honk you go yeah so uh, i waited for him to do it he didn't do it so I had done the three honks. Yeah. What ca- wait, what car was it again? Oh, it was a Mustang. It was sorry. a Mustang. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Mustang. I mean, he, he also had dealer plates too, so I don't... Right. It was like... But it was modded already, you know, okay, like exhaust good. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, Damn. but um, we uh, we raced to like... I, I mean, I hit like 140. In Mexico, of course. In Mexico. I wait, hit like one, 140? Yeah, yeah. 140 miles per hour. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I stopped, but he was he was kind of keeping up. I mean, I, I was like maybe two cars ahead. What? 140 is like so crazy to me. So, I mean, my Mustang doesn't even go to 140. My Mustang only goes to like one. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out my Prius though. <laughs> yeah, the vet. The vet battery. What? <laughs> the vet will hit 140 like pretty fast. What's the top speed on that thing? I, I don't. I've never looked up what the Stingray does because I have the non supercharged vet. Okay. So, I I think people can hit like 160 easy, 170. Damn. Yeah. That's and, easy. And, like, and speed, like, you, all of a sudden you don't even know how fast you're going, you know? Yeah, because it's. You just get this adrenaline rush. And this is why I love cars. You just... But that's also the bad part is like you're not really paid... I mean, I'm I have I'm pretty open when I pay attention to cops and stuff. Yeah. But you never know like when a cop in Mexico is chilling <laughs> yeah. when you're passing them at 140. See, unfortunately, um, I wasn't in Mexico when I was when I was speeding. Man, you guys were in Mexico. <laughs> I mean, I, was, I wasn't in Mexico. Oh, so oh, this oh. led to, my, to me getting a ticket, a speeding oh. ticket. And, you know, since I... And I I was going like, I was going maybe 80, 88 in a 65, whatever. Okay. And that, and from then on, I'm like, you know what? You know, I, that, I, that got me paranoid of cops from now on, from yeah. then on. It's just like, damn, you know, I can't even go past 80 anymore. I haven't even touched 100. So, so yeah, like. But in, you're going 140. Yeah. Like what? Where, like, uh, I don't know. What, what? What's. So you said you get an adrenaline rush and then. I mean. D- does your site, like, are you like tuned in and focused in reality I, it just you just don't want to stop before the other car stops like what if right. you stop and then he passes you then it's like okay you took the L I think yeah. whoever passes each other though wins yeah. that's just the way well, and I, I had actually like like missed third gear so I was shifting second to third uh-huh. and I, I had missed third so he had actually almost passed me yeah. but I, luckily I got it back into third gear 
because my car's manual transmission. Okay. And Jealous. yeah, so pro drivers still, you know, miss miss gears and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But I had missed dirt, and you know, I thought I was gonna lose, but luckily I got car in gear and was able to keep keep. Actually, I believe he did pass me. I kind of kind of forgot because it was last week, but yeah. He did pass me, and then I was able to pass him back. But then, Damn. I think we were already over a hundred. Yeah. When I miss, when I was in third gear or something, so I had to keep going. Yeah, and you were, and you were just going like in a straight. In a straight we were, line. Yeah, we were on the freeway. Okay. In 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 Mexico. In Mexico. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then after the race is done, you got you roll down the window, give him a thumbs up, like, hey buddy, middle, good job. Middle finger. I I actually <laughs> tried to slow down again because because I I know I won, but yeah, I. I missed third. Yeah. So like, I probably would have beat him worse. Damn. So. Okay. But you but yeah, to, I, you wanted to let him know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I I also like signaled to him I I missed third like <laughs> with my hands, but he didn't. You know his windows were tinted. He didn't even roll you, his window down. You don't even know what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> he's just mad. He's yeah. Just, he's just mad. steaming in there. Yeah. Wow. Could have been an old lady. Yeah, I do like I do like Mustangs though. Yeah. I mean the new Mustangs are definitely. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Personally, I don't like. Well, personally, of course, and all Mustang drivers. Can yeah? Can we actually talk about that too, uh, pal? About how Mustang drivers are like, I guess, made fun of, almost hated. Yeah, I. I well, see. As soon as Germ said that, <laughs> Powell looked right at. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not a racer, though, you know. So Thanks. there's this thing in car culture where. Appreciate it. Pretty much Mustangs are hated, or Mustang drivers I, are like. I think there's like there's there's like a stigma. Yeah. About yes. Mustang, really that's the word. Mustang drivers. Yeah, because you know, also because you always see a lot of videos of people with Mustangs. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like looking, like crashing. Yeah, because what what happens is when when you have a lot of horsepower and it's rear wheel drive, you yeah. know these these guys leave car meets and they just yeah so have, they, they have a heavy foot and yeah they'll show off they don't know what they're doing and yep. the next thing you know it like they take off and crash. Into people sometimes. Into, yeah, yeah, exactly. like really, like and it's yeah. it's crazy. And then, can we break down a rear wheel drive because I don't think a lot of people know what that is at all. So like, just general drivers. Yeah. Don't so know basically, what that is at all. rear wheel. When your car's rear wheel drive, your engine sending power to the back wheels. So your back wheels are spinning and moving yeah. the car. So what happens when you're you know Wait. when? Oh, go ahead. No, sorry, know? go ahead. No, sorry. When you're when you're flooring it in a rear wheel drive car, if you break traction, yeah, it's your back sliding out first rather than your front wheels. Yeah. So, so then there's also front wheel drive where the front wheels it's it's very like common like I yeah mean, simple I mean so the front is spinning instead. So yeah, and it's very drive. like if you were to like make your wheels lose traction in a front wheel drive car it's actually very it's easily controlled yeah compared to rear wheel drive drive. and then we also have another one all wheel drive yes which Which is just basically rear wheel drive with training wheels I mean (laughs) I I, I mean that's kind of a what about no wheel drive (laughs) (laughs) well your car will move (laughs) no so all wheel I like I personally like all wheel drive cars because you can just move grab the uh, grab traction like like you were saying yep and um, it's also good for like off roading and yeah, and, and the snow. Well, also because yeah. yeah, you go to the snow a lot, Jerm. So yeah, exactly. That's it's yeah. perfect. Yeah, because you go to Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> when are we gonna go to U- U.S.? You, oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, another thing is that for for me, I think there's a lot of cars like Mustangs. I don't think people know that it's rear wheel drive. So imagine mm-hmm. an old like a regular lady buys a Mustang, and it, it's raining like crazy. And, and she's just driving fast, you know what I mean? Yes. So, so if she's driving fast in a real-world dri- rear wheel drive, yeah. then that's going to be bad news? I mean, if if it, if it it's an older car, yeah. I would say yes. But you know what's crazy is all these new cars have traction control. Mm. So it, w- yeah. it would actually prohibit her or the, the old lady from giving it too much because you said old lady right yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it would prohibit her like if she was trying to floor it yeah. it would actually it would try to stop her yeah from losing you know because the the traction control systems are so advanced with it yeah since then will slipping so in your guys's opinion or observations about mustang drivers mm-hmm. so you have you guys have seen the 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 bad Mustang drivers. I mean, I don't I don't think I've seen anyone crash, but I've seen one try to show off, and he kind of like was losing control. Yeah, but that's that's about it. Nothing too too crazy. Yeah. So so me being into cars, I I could definitely tell. Just, I think driving cars is physics. Okay. So I I can I can see if someone's like like not handling their car correctly. Right, right. So I have seen you know Mustangs leaving car meets and they're trying to floor it, but you know sometimes they just get lucky and. 
Yeah. They don't spin out you know, or something. Okay, so when I was in college, I used I joined the um the this uh, car enthusiast uh, group, oh, yeah, okay. club. Uh, because I wanted to learn more about cars, and my friend was in it, and he was like the president. So <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I just wanted to, you know, learn about cars. And I remember we would go to these car meets, and you know, I had a Mustang at the time, and I would see other Mustangs there at the time, and I would go up to this guy's Mustang, I'd be like, "Damn, dude, that's a nice Mustang," and he just give me this look like, "Like, why, why, why are you looking at me? I mean, why, like, why are you, why are you talking to me right yeah. now?" It was kind of like sort of disrespect. I'm not saying all Mustang drivers are like this or all Mustang owners are like this, but this guy that started this whole that gave me the the little uh, uh, idea of like what Mustang drivers are like. I, I I asked him like a simple question, all like what's under the hood. It was like oh, he was just like I think he said like a fast engine. I was just like okay, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, I think there's stereo. I believe that's called like a stereotype, right? Like if yeah, yeah. yeah. So like same thing like stigma I guess yeah so like I you know also I think that has to do with that was like, a stereotypical Mustang though. yeah like yeah. I I think that's what they're known for like yeah not you know being secretive about their engine or thinking you know because yeah also you know when I see a lot of these videos and when people crash them yeah I mean where else can you get like a four hundred horsepower V eight car for like thirty thousand right brand new right so like. Yes. The car's kind of easily attainable. Yeah, and for me as a as a Mustang owner and driver, it's just I mean I'm not a pro driver like Jerm said. But Wait, what? When did I say that? <laughs> what? Said, Episode like, seven? <laughs> no, I don't know. I did. You said like three months ago. You say, but you're not a pro driver though. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. I did. I don't remember. You did because you were having <laughs> me explain something. Oh, it's okay though. My feelings. Okay. My feelings are. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not a pro driver, but I'm driving my Mustang. And in certain, if you if my Mustang hits the light a certain way, or if 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 if, if the shadows hit it just the right spot, my car looks kind of nice, <laughs> right? Yeah. It looks kind of it looks like it could be fast, right? Plus, I got like a hood scoop, which is basically the hood just mm-hmm. this lifted up a little bit um, on my car. But the I talked about this in the last podcast or two podcasts ago. I kind of hate it because. When I'm driving on the freeway, there are other muscle cars that drive next to me. And I just want to tell them, like, guys, I'm not that fast. Just, like, leave me alone. I don't I don't want to be associated with you guys, you know. I just, just go on about your way. Just go go what you need to do. I think... Do what you need to do, I mean. I think there's a cool thing about uh, car culture where, like, say you own a Subaru and they all wave at you. I don't know if you guys know anything about that. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's pretty cool that, you know, it kind of makes your day sometimes just yes. waving at someone. Yeah, it does. You know, or a thumbs up. I don't, so, I don't know if Mustang drivers get that, though. No, they're more like, oh, fuck you. Type, <laughs> type of deal. I mean, you know, it's funny with a vet. Yeah. It's like, I think, like, they're, you know, the natural, or not natural, but the average age group for a vet owner is like it's the old guy. 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll get thumbs up from other vet owners, but then they'll, they kind of have like the surprise look of like, <laughs> why is that kid driving yeah. that car? No, yeah. but I... What's really funny about Pal is that he's he actually tells people like, "Hey, you like my dad's car?" But <laughs> yeah. it's actually his car. Yeah. It's like reverse psychology yeah. almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And yeah, I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, to them they're like, "Oh, of course, of course yeah. it is." Yeah. So okay, so we're okay. So from driving, you got into drifting. Yes. So from how did doing you, time attack? Yep. Doing time attack. So what made you go into drifting? What made you see like, hey? I want to I want to make my car go out of control but by still being in control. Ooh. So you know that, I mean? that that's a really good question Chima. So Yeah. Going back to me buying that was 240 it, was it from to, Was it Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift like me or? Actually, no, I I was When did that movie come out? I don't I think 2009 or something, 2010. So I was I I don't know if I was I don't No, I mean I wasn't really influenced by that movie because right. I just <laughs> I mean, I, I love I love the Fast and Furious oh, series. I mean, okay. I, I actually like the action. Yeah, yeah, You know, a lot of people are like, oh, there's not a lot of car not stuff car anymore. anymore. Yeah, but yeah. I do like, you know, I'm a big fan of The Rock and yeah. Vin Diesel and, you know, Tyrese also. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Paul Walker. But yeah. um, it just, it wasn't, I wasn't really influenced by Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. I really, you know, I bought that 240 from Dennis. And uh, by the way, a 240 is made by Nissan. Yes. Just so a, you guys know. It's, 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 it's a little a, older car as well. Yeah, if you guys want to Google it, it's a 1991 Nissan, Nissan 240SX SX, Fastback. Yeah. So there's two variants. I have the hatchback version versus a coupe. What's what's a hatchback? Uh, 
<laughs> is that a serious question? I don't know. Wait, his, I don't know. Car, his car is technically a hatchback, right? What? No, he has a trunk. He has a trunk. Oh, but it oh, kind of looks like hatchback is that? It's that? It's you're right. You're right. It's you're the, right. actually. Yeah. It's like a. It's like a, a semicircle. Like there's no wall separating the trunk. Yeah, yeah. and the yes. glass. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. Okay. So what's a fastback? I think that's what just Nissan called it a hatchback. It, it's called a fastback specifically, but it's really a hatchback. Oh, okay. Because they make a coupe. Okay. So I have I have a hatchback 240. Yeah. Hold so, on, hold on. What's a coupe? <laughs> or is that a serious no, question no, too? Oh, okay. The trunk is separated by the by the wall. The Let me seat. draw this diagram for you real quick. <laughs> Let me Google that for you. So I basically, what made me get into drifting was I bought this 240. I, yeah. You know, you have to do some mods to get it to drift. So the first thing I did was get my differential welded. Mm-hmm. The differential is, it's the part that controls the power that's sent by the engine. like and To got, the back wheels. Yeah, to you're, the back wheels. You're so, getting that welded. Yeah, so basically. It's the, the cheaper. Two, it's a, it's, I mean, it's, it's ghetto. But okay. basically what happens is if you don't do it, power will only go to your the way differentials work in a nutshell is your power is sent to the inside wheel yeah like during a during a corner okay so when you weld the differential power gets sent evenly to the to both wheels both wheels mm. so that was the first thing i did yeah. i didn't do any suspension mods no exhaust no intake i did that and i went drifting at my home track adams in riverside okay and it was just the joy of like How'd you do, by the way? Being, I, I mean, of course, like my first drift ever, I didn't do crap. Okay. Like I, I did crap. You know, I spun out a lot. Okay. But it didn't take me long to catch uh, to catch on because the the racing line when you're doing time attack versus drifting is the same. Like you drive on the same line. Yeah, of course. You know, but it, it was just more of car physics. You know, but what, what also drifting helped was when you drive a front wheel drive car. I mean. There's different opinions on this, but okay. I like to drive a front-wheel drive car loose. Loose. Like, meaning... I, I, know, I know exactly. Loose as in, like, you want the rear end to kind of slide and follow around. You're going pretty damn fast on those turns, basically. Yeah. And, and that's what front-wheel drive cars suffer from, is understeer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, if you can drive a front-wheel drive car loose, yeah. you're... I mean, in my opinion, you're, in theory, faster on a track. Okay. So, that's what drifting also helped, because I was scared of... Imagine you're in a Civic, and you're... Your rear end's getting loose at triple digits, like 110 or 105. Yeah. It's pretty scary. But mm. once I learned drifting, that that also affected my driving style and time attack because it, it made me drive the car looser. Okay. So, um, you know, and I, I don't, to go back on me saying, like, I wouldn't have switched to drifting. Yeah. I mean, I don't regret switching to drifting because I've met a ton of people from drifting. Right. I've done a lot of cool things in drifting. So, I, I'm still, you know... A, a drift driver, I still want to drift. It's just, yeah. of course, when, when so, budget permits. So right now you're transitioning to not drifting anymore at all. Yeah, I, I kind of like oh, the really? role of, yeah, as of right now, I like the role of helping other people out, like being a spotter. So a spotter yeah. is like, I'll have headphones and I'll be basically coaching another driver. While he's driving. How while he's it? driving. Yeah, so, okay, so I've seen that like in some... Uh, events that i've watched like nascar maybe yeah nascar where there's somebody talking to the driver in the in the seat so what is this what is the coach what do you what well do you tell so them? specifically nascar Go get that motherfucker yeah what well, kind of so in nascar you know drivers actually can't see to their left or right so yeah basically there's literally a person telling you there's a car <laughs> inside outside I never, even, I never even thought about that actually yeah like that's what's crazy about nascar is you, like I, I could, we could all be NASCAR drivers. Yeah. But we wouldn't know if like we're right beside each other because yeah. you couldn't see. There's no rear. Like there's no, there's a rear window, but if you're gonna be you. beside, if someone's right beside you. Yeah. You, so basically, that guy, your spotter, is gonna be like, okay, germs on the inside of you. But that, but this is NASCAR, so yeah, because you can't see. Comparing yeah. it to drifting is a little. So bit in different. drifting, um, so basically, you you have to drive, the way the judges want. Like you have, right. like say if they want. The, the rear of the car on this wall right. or they want the front of the car like closer to this cone. Yeah. So basically, my my my, my thought is I, I never talk to a driver when he's in a run. Okay. I only talk to a driver after the run. So I'll be like, hey, like Chima, you, you were far off from zone three, which like when I say zone three, there's different zones on a track. And right. They'll be discussed in the driver's meeting. So I could be like, hey, Chima, you're far from zone three. You know, maybe try to tighten it up, get a little closer to the wall. Yeah. Those are just things, example, 
things or that I would be telling you like if you had a headset in in the car. Okay. So like, after the run. So after That's the after run, the run. You were telling I me. mean so that's if you're doing a solo run. There's also times where like if I'm I'm spotting for a driver. Yeah. And let's just say like Basically, it's a battle. So if the car behind you spins out, yeah, I'm not gonna tell you like they spun out because that might excite you and mess you up. So I will. Right. So I'll, like I'll either either you figure that out on your own by yeah. checking your mirrors. Yeah. I mean, when you're drifting, you don't want to drive. It's called driving in your mirrors. You don't want to do that. Meaning, when you're drifting, yeah, you're not paying attention to the road in front of you. You're just paying attention to the mirrors. To the mirrors, like yeah. you don't want to drive time attack or drifting like that. You don't want to drive like, like that? Either. Like, you don't want to be... I mean, in, like, it's good to not have mirrors. I mean, yeah. you need mirrors, of yeah. course. But, you know, some people get nervous when they're looking in the mirrors. Yeah. It might cause you to make a mistake. Yeah. Pal, so, so do you think this is your, your last... Is this the end of your run, basically, for, I don't, within cars? Or? So, Could you even let me get to drift with you? Oh, no. You, I mean, I. so my plan is I still plan on doing fun events. Okay. So, of course, there's All-Star Bash this year, um, which is, I mean, super fun. It's a two-day event where we'll cap at the track. I mean, if you're able to. Okay. But it's just ride-alongs all day. It's it's a fun event for me because I get to take all my friends for rides. Aww. And that's, like, that's probably why I still drift. I still yeah. want to take my friends right. for ride-alongs and let them experience, like, how crazy drifting is. Because I remember the one event that I went to with, uh, I went with you guys, but... Uh, I went in my friend's car, Charlie, shout out to Charlie. I went in his car and I, we weren't drifting, but it was just, we were just driving around the track to see as fast as we could. Yeah. Go. You were basically doing like a time attack, but just a practice. Yeah. Like, yeah. A practice. Like a track day. But the thing is, I'm such a little bitch, right? So <laughs> when we're going, when we're going, when we're hitting the corners, when he hit the corners, I'm feeling like queasy and nauseous and like. I'm I'm feeling that the the force is just like pulling me That's, or pushing me. So did you kind of feel like you're on a roller coaster at yeah, Six Flags? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine that was like time attack. So I I think in theory I'm you, scared to go in your car. By the way, you, <laughs> oh, it's gonna it'll be fun. <laughs> I mean, the biggest thing though that I, I tell people like you know it's funny because like a drift car is crazy, right? And it's pe- people will always be like, oh, don't kill me, but you know I can't like. I can't pick to just kill you and not also kill myself. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But I right, mean, right, right. luckily drift cars have, like my drift car has a bucket seat, has a six point harness for okay. both the driver and passenger. So it's pretty safe Yeah. at that point. Yeah. So I actually wanted to ask, what do you think is more dangerous, uh, drifting or time attack? I would say time attack is yeah, more dangerous. Because it's because you're going fast. You're going faster. One crash. You could, like if, you know, that that's why I crashed in 2010 because I went off course Yeah. and there was this hill of dirt and I couldn't stop in time. Yeah, I mean, I went off at like 110 miles an hour. Yeah. Damn, and I, that's pretty I, bad. I think how I fa- only. How fast do you hit corners on time attack? Or they're, um, all, they're all different. So. It, it all depends. I mean, sometimes I could hit 110 like in the turn. Oh my goodness! But it's it all varies on like California Speedway has like a NASCAR bank. Yeah. So like, from the straightaway to the turn, you don't lift off the gas, and you're going like 140. Yeah. Holy that's shit! That's in my Civic, so I can only I can't even I can't even imagine like I would I would be kind of scared of my Corvette. Yeah. Because yeah. for sure I'd probably hit like 160. So I wouldn't know if I would need to brake. Yeah. But that's just something you figure out when you're driving. Holy and that's what makes drivers faster than others is I, I feel like I have a, a better sense of speed compared to other drivers. So right. I think that's what makes me a faster yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah. That's what, okay. So that's my question. So what makes a good driver? His like intuition, his, 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 uh, uh, Driving IQ, his car IQ. I think it's I think it's everything you listed. You know, yeah. I I believe if you under like when I was talking about physics. Yeah. Like if the way I look at driving cars is like I kind of know if I do this with the gas or if I tap the brakes here, I kind of know what the car is gonna do. Right. And I think some drivers still make like some some drivers still make mistakes. Like like there's things like you're not supposed to like shift during a turn. Or okay. downshift in the turn, it upsets the car. Okay. Especially if you're not shifting smooth. Yeah. So, you know, IQ is one of them. You know, also, it's also vision. You know, like, vision. when I'm driving on a racetrack, right. I'm looking corners ahead. I'm, ne- I'm never looking at the turn I'm in. Yeah. I'm looking one or two turns ahead. Right. And I'm just setting myself up already. Right. Where I see some drivers, they're not even looking 
you know, a header. Yeah. Some drivers, I mean, I've instructed people and they're not even driving with two hands. <laughs> they have their arm, their left arm on the window. Wait, what? Like, they're on a racetrack and I'm like, no, you don't drive. Wait, wait, oh, wait. so these people are, they're in a time attack or they're in a... So these are just track days. So okay, like, okay. time attack is a very broad word. Okay. I mean, very so, specific. Yeah, yeah so I like Charlie was doing a track day for, with track Team Topak. Okay, okay. It's just a practice. There's, okay. There's no trophies given out. There's no yeah. money given out. You so just, it's just taking your car. You're just trying to get the time, really. Yeah. Practice and, and time. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's where sometimes people also make the mistake of, like, they treat it like it's a competition. Yeah. And, and then some. that's how accidents happen. Yeah. Or, you know, it just... Oh, man. For, I just remembered that one time we had a track day, some guy's wheel just flew off. Yeah. What? That's crazy. It's yeah. pretty dangerous. His wheel too. flew off? Yeah. Just, what was he it, doing? I think it was actually a mechanical failure, like the, uh, the wheel studs broke or something. Yeah. But you know that it just things like that could happen. Yeah. Like you never know. And he and drove the car flew. there. That thing flew. Yeah. Or that other time where me and Power were watching a drifting event, and then a dude almost ran into us through the wall. Yeah, too. because his wheel wasn't tight. But that that's also that's also a thing where like you also have to you also have to keep up with maintenance like right. your wheels are tight your your car is not leaking oil or you yeah. have enough oil yeah. yeah that's all part of and when i when i go to the track i see you guys carrying like you guys have like pairs and pairs of tires yeah and, and that's that's also why like you know as far as to answer germ's question on what i'm plan on doing yeah i plan on doing more time attack especially with the vet because yeah you know in in drifting i, I sometimes go through like 12 tires mm-hmm. a day Tires. It's six, six pairs. It's so expensive, man. So, you know, and just just in competition, yeah, cars make more power now. I mean, if if I had a like a professional Formula Drift Pro One car, yeah. Pro One's the highest the tier. Highest, yeah. I mean, those cars like go through a set of tires in two laps. Damn. Yeah. So you have two laps, and how much is that lap? That's a hundred. Like, I mean, I pay. You know, shout outs to Federal, but I I pay about a hundred sixty to one hundred eighty per pair. So imagine yeah. that. Like, in a matter of minutes, you just burn your 100, whatever. Woo! So you get yeah. that multiple. So drifting is definitely... But it helps that you're sponsored. It, it does. It, it does, but it also, you know, like... I just, as of right now, I don't feel like I'm in the right budget Why? Like, okay. mindset for budget, as in, like, if I were to have a mechanical failure, yeah. I don't know if I could continue the season. Okay. And, you know, of course, I don't want to, like, tell sponsors, hey, I'm going to run the whole season. Yeah. And that's how I've also lost sponsors in the past where, right. you know, I, I mean, I, I can't say I've had the best drift career because I've, I've blown a lot of engines and transmissions. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, you know, I've lost sponsors because I said, hey, I'm going to run the whole season. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden I have an engine that blows and it costs this this amount of money. Yeah. And I don't have that. Sometimes you just don't have that money to replace an engine. And now these sponsor are, sponsor are, are upset at you because you didn't run. Yeah. Like these events, it, yeah. but it happens though. That's that's the the racing. Like that's World. just how racing. Yeah, is it's yeah. crazy because when you just build cars, you just end up using all your money. Pretty yeah, much. It's like really you have to really commit to it. Like I've you know I've done I've done a bunch of builds for people or even just my own builds and I've I'm very exact to to where I have like a spreadsheet or like an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, but I've never hit. I've always gone over that budget because you know there's. You never know. There's like these little Things bolts and nuts, and that you have to buy. And yeah, yep. building cars is just yeah expensive. Yeah, wow. it, building cars is expensive, and then it breaks again. Yeah, <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, that again. could happen. Multiple, multiple times. Really? Oh my gosh. Well, um, so at these events, uh, is what I want to get at. So, how are the people at these events? These car people. So oh, it's it's a very big so like here so let me let me go over like what you were saying about the Mustang guy at the car meet right at time attack events uh-huh. people are very secretive they're like you ask Ooh. someone a question like it's all quiet yeah quiet like, in the morning really yeah and and that's that's the biggest thing that I like drifting for is so in time attack mm. like you know like in time attack there was a lot of drama like people said I was cheating or mm. people said I had stuff done to my car because you know you have to build your car to the rules yeah and if you if you say you, you like say you did like a three inch exhaust and only two and a half inches allowed like you could be cheating because yeah. you have a bigger exhaust i mean that wasn't a rule but yeah you know time attack was just i guess there's also a lot of drama you know yeah, everyone was just hating on on a really good driver really when i go there i feel it sometimes really? I, f- you I feel, feel the tension even at the, the track t- day 
right? Yeah, I, I mean, mm. just or other other car mates or wherever. I just feel it in the air. It's just like everybody's just get away from me, get away from my car. <laughs> yeah, don't, but don't look under my. But head. the drifting uh, events are actually different, right? Drifting um, is like friendly. man, you you don't. I mean, I'll give a like. I I always carry spare parts for two yeah. forties. I'll. I mean, like, there's guys where, like, you'll loan them apart, mm-hmm. and they'll give it back to you, like, wow. without, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, I've heard stories. It hasn't happened to me, but I've heard stories of, like, friends loaning out parts or yeah. even tools and then not getting it back. Oh, yeah. But every every person I've dealt with in the drift community has been down down to earth and... Pretty damn funny like, from what I've seen. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, Jerm has come with me, like, yeah. a bunch of events. So, you know, it's, it's cool for... Like even Germ to even like Germ is remembered by Drift guys. Oh, and yeah. Germ doesn't even drift. Yeah. Like and they follow me on Instagram. Yeah, and what? They, I don't even know these guys. So you it's know, like, it's, it's funny because we do these track events every like now and then, and then we we actually go camping. So it'll be like me, Pal, and like a couple of other random friends. Yep. We just camp on the racetrack. So it's pretty fun. We we even like barbecue. Pal does his he brings his DJ set. Yep. You guys, so like you guys drink too, and we drink oh, and yeah. we get super drunk. Um, yep. So it's I mean, pretty fun. So not like not while driving. I mean, sometimes I'm not kidding. What? <laughs> but sometimes while driving. But no, like I mean, I I don't want to say what event, but I used yeah. to I used to take a couple shots of henny. Right. If there was a this track was in, where this was in Mexico. This was in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. At a competition. Yeah. But yeah. if there was like, I remember there was this one track in Mexico where like quote unquote Mexico, the entry was like triple digits. Oh. And I was I was being a bitch. Okay. And I'm just like, man, what can I do to loosen up? So I yeah. took like two shots of Hennessy back to back. Yeah. Went out for practice, and I mean, I was I was kind of buzzed, you know. You, you you go to these events and you don't really think about eating. Right. You know, you're more just worried about oh, driving and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was on a good one, and I was probably the best driving I did. Really. All, all weekend after having those shots, because it, it loosens you up and. Right, right, right. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. You know, I'm not out of control, though. Yeah, I, I especially with just one or two. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it does take a couple shots yeah. anyways. And you're on a closed course, so I'm not, like, driving drunk. or I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm driving buzz. In Mexico, of course, but... Mexico. Better than on a regular traffic street. Yeah, yeah. With the, thing, the thing about... Okay, so have you guys ever driven... No, I, like, I don't think I could. messed up? I can't do it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, what can you do when you go to the bar with your friends and you so, drove there? What can you, you do? Know, true. So I, I have, I mean, like, let's just say I have, but I have, like, if I know I'm super wasted, yeah, I'll drive to where like I can sleep in the car. Like I, uh, like, I'll drive to where I know I'll be safe in the car. Yeah, like Walmart parking lot. Like so. I don't know if Walmart's safe. I mean, actually, I think some Walmarts are kind of safe. Okay. Because I, th- I know Walmart's like... It's known you, for camping. Yeah, yeah they let like you sleep in like car yeah. parking lots. Yeah, there's, I mean, RVs and RVs big especially. rigs sometimes, but... Sometimes you can just knock on the RV like, hey, can I kick it in here? <laughs> <laughs> You've done that before? No. Nah. Nah. Oh, I've never heard about that before. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That's so, but yeah, I, I, I haven't really driven like super, especially, mm. it depends what car I'm driving to. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if I know I'm going to drink, I'm not going to drive my Corvette. Right. I'll drive, like, my Honda Fit. Right. But... I only did that once really? in my life. In Mexico. How, how or was I, it? Or Canada. Or how Canada? Was it? I mean, was it in Mexico or Canada? I was kind of confused. I forgot where it was, but... <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I was... So, I, I, I drove to a friend's house. This was the first time I got blasted, wasted, right? First time? First, first real time oh. I got really blasted, wasted. And the only way back home is me driving, right? And I couldn't, I didn't, and during those times, I, I felt bad for staying at a person's house because I got so wasted that I have to stay there and I feel like I'm bothering them or whatever like that. So I just, you know, I said, you know what, I'm just going to drive home. So I'm wasted, right? And my friend's following me to make sure I'm driving And you're safe. still wasted. I'm like, still, I'm and still you're damn wasted. like drunk and dizzy and everything. I mean, not not crazy dizzy, but like I'm still, you know, wobbly a little yeah. bit. And so I'm driving, right? And my friend's following me just to make sure I get home safe. So uh, just to be a uh, just to be a, a clown oh, or wow. asshole. It sounds bad already. It, we're driving at night. I turn the lights off on my car. Mm-hmm. And I turn them back on like really quick. I, I did that. And I turned it off for like maybe... Uh, two seconds, and I turned it back on. This was on a dark freeway, and then I didn't know. Uh, and then, and then later on, uh, like maybe three seconds or no, no, maybe six seconds later, a 
a police car like drives like by me. And my friend told me that the police car was driving by him. He turned on his lights to signal me or to to signal you or your yeah, friend to signal me. Okay. Cause like he saw that I turned my lights off and I turned them on and he, he turned his lights on and then he, I think my friend told me he drove next to me to make sure I was, I was okay or whatever. And then he drove off. Mm-hmm. So at that moment, like when he told me that, dude, I could have been, I could have been done. DUI. Finito. Yeah. And DUIs yeah. are like, that's my, that's my big fear is like a DUI yeah. could yeah. hurt your license and insurance rate. Yeah. It's crazy because I know so many people with DUIs. Even multiple. I have friends yeah, that have mul- multiple. Yeah, even multiple. Yeah. They have DUIs? Yeah, yeah multiple. Shit. And it's, they... it's crazy because they're like, yeah, I don't even have a license anymore. And they're like, you know, like 30. Yeah. And, Wait. They're like, and then they have to like have me pick them up. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, Yeah, or I have friends that have the breathalyzer like built uh, into yeah. your car. Or yeah. it won't let you start the car unless you blow a, oh, a zero that's or good. whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, pretty, that's pretty scary. That was the last and only time. That uh, that was the last and only time that I did that. Last and only time. Yeah, man. Uh, I would never drive drunk in uh Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we we're in Cambodia now. <laughs> we're in Cambodia from Mexico to Canada, to Cambodia. But so uh, so far though, the people at the events are pretty chill. Yeah. So like, I mean, if you were to come. If yeah. you would have a oh, shout out, shout outs to the girls that go to the car events. Shout out, <laughs> shout outs, I have to shout them out real quick. Uh, I'm, damn, I'm surprised actually. Yeah, like there's a lot of girl drivers too. That's pretty cool. Like yeah. they're young too, and they're really see, good and they're like practically yeah. pro, right? But I see yeah. all all the dudes just. just Is that what you're checking out? out? Huh? That, no, no, no. no, I'm just saying like all all the dudes just go right to those car girls. Like, oh damn, you drive this car? Oh shit! Dude. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I might be guilty of like, like say I. I saw a girl at a yeah. drift event. Uh-huh. Especially drifting. I, I, I'm I, like, oh, I'm you know, I can teach you. I can help you. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I've actually, like, a really close friend of mine, her name is, uh, she's kind of IG famous. Okay. Uh, KDM girl Jen. Oh, what up? She drives a Genesis. <laughs> but that's how I met her because I remember seeing her at a drift event. Yeah. But I was actually, like, a listed instructor. Oh, okay. I didn't help her that day I saw her. Right. But I remember seeing, like, other guys help her. And I was like... All right, let me go help this cute girl out. <laughs> hey. But now, like now, we're like close friends, and it's like oh, see, she's just evolved as a driver. Yeah, greatly. Good. So you took her under your wing, and then you yeah, her like the ropes. you know, Joe, I drove her car. Mm. I mean, I, I want her to drive my car because you know the Genesis is not an easy car to drift. Okay. So her being able to drift it is yeah, you know, it's pretty, pretty impressive. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, but she has she's a flight attendant now, so she's very busy. So she hasn't Damn. been. Oh, she's traveling. Yeah. She's traveling to Mexico. Oh, yeah. Dream, dream, dream job, I feel like. If I was a flight attendant. Oh, really? Because you get to go to, like, Hawaii, and you're there yeah. for, like, a day or... And they every I heard, like, they pay for it, too. Like, your hotel. Yeah. And, yeah. Yep, everything's paid for. Oh, but the thing is, like, you got to deal with those those flight attendants. Yeah. You got to deal with those flight attendants. Hey, ma'am, I, if excuse anything, me? If any, yeah, you will have to deal with them, but if anything, I, I feel like you have more power... Over them, like you could kick them out if you could. If me, technically. I mean, not during, not during the. No, yeah, you could throw them out. <laughs> imagine, imagine that'd be sick. All right, sorry, that, that that was the last warning. Imagine there's an actual room for them to like send you to. I think they could like right when you land though, you get in trouble. Like a couple come. Back, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I've seen stuff like that. Oh, I've yeah. seen those videos. Yeah, I think I I've also read that like when you travel, you a lot of them like party together, like coworkers and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Wait, what? Like, Cold you know, party? flight attendants, like, they end up staying in the same hotel. Oh, And then yeah. they end up, like, partying with the friends and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. For, like, a yeah, couple yeah. days and then they leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fly out again. What's oh. crazy, though, they don't make you share rooms. Like, if there's 10 flight attendants, they have 10 different rooms. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, That's pretty From what I've seen, like, on, like, Jen's, like, IG stories. Yeah. She's, like, in her room. Like, she has her own room. That's cool, because if you want to get the pilot you know to come inside <laughs> no just no, no no just to talk about the next flight you know what's gonna happen yeah. you know the flight plan like oh okay we're gonna go down here uh, and then we're gonna go in here i wonder if here. the pilot like is just is the same pilot like i don't i never oh, asked her oh, about man. her job but that's a good, good if the pilot's the same pilot yeah oh you mean if that. they switch out yeah because you might i know like she's on call also so sometimes yeah, yeah. She might get a different like like I I don't think she'll have the same coworkers the next yeah. flight or the next job. That's such a hassle like scheduling wise, huh? Yeah, Especially yeah. Especially like hour difference and time. and that's why she hasn't really been able to drift because 
she's on call and you never know she might be at the track and yeah have to leave and go to LAX real quick or something yeah. really so but, what do you guys think about this mile high club what is that? <laughs> do you, you don't know do you know what it is I, I've heard of it is I it get, like, I get is confused it, too actually. is it a reward that you get when you travel a lot in the air and then you're in this fancy smancy or are you talking like, about boom booming in the airplane yeah oh, oh that's what it is wow. I've, I've, I haven't had the opportunity well, I mean, a lot of people probably don't get the opportunity, but... What do I think about it? Mm, I mean, as long as I don't need to take a shit, then you're all good. <laughs> I mean, as long as I don't need to take a shit and you're in there boom-booming, then... I mean, it's all good, but... Boom-booming. I mean, I should make a shirt that says boom-booming boom. or something. <laughs> but, like, if for, if for me to do it, uh, it's too small in there. Yeah, I know. It's way too cramped. I used to think when people say that, um, it was like, you know... I'm so smoking. scared. I'm so scared of the airplane toilets, by the way, because that thing suction is so powerful. Remember, I told you about that. I put the toilet paper there and then I flush it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it took the whole roll. It did, not the whole roll, but it takes a lot. Oh, <laughs> I'm scared. No like, wonder I ran out of toilet paper. <laughs> you probably got a lot. Cause like I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember. Uh, well, I don't remember, but if I was to do it, if I was to boom boom, yeah, in there, now you get I'm caught. Scared, I'm scared if my foot. Hits the is in the toilet bowl, <laughs> oh, man. and then the and then accidentally the toilet like flush. Goodbye foot. Like what's going yeah. on? That thing is pretty cramped in there though. No lie. Yeah, I don't. I I've actually after twenty years of life, I've never taken a shit on an airplane. Really? You Not still, that, and, but you have now. No, no, even until even now, now you still have. Yeah, it. because I just it's not like I'm a I'm not a like a germaphobe because yeah. like like toilets in the Philippines are way worse. But uh, but it's, it's just the fact of. I think, like, I'd rather take a shit at, like, you know, like, most of my fights have connecting fights. Right. So, I'll take the shit, uh, like, there. Like, it just feels weird being on a plane. I mean, the biggest thing is not the cleanliness, because it's sometimes pretty clean. Yeah, it's pretty sad. But it's just, like, say you're waiting in line. Yeah. I just feel like a dick if I'm, like, in there for, like, ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next person's like, fuck. That's true. I hate, you always have to stand and wait. I only take a shit when everybody's, like, during, like, if I'm going to the Philippines, or if I'm flying to somewhere where it's, like, long distance and there's a, a period of the flight where everybody's sleeping, mm-hmm. then that's when I go take a shit. So I, what, take, I take massive shit. What seat do you take, though? Because that's why like I always take the window seat because I, I went to Austria last, last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I took, um, I took like the aisle seat. Mm-hmm. And this lady next to me yeah. just kept having to use the bathroom like every other hour. Damn. So I couldn't, I couldn't actually sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, I, I tried to sleep. Because it's hard for me to sleep on airplanes. Right. So, like, say it takes me an hour to fall asleep, then I'll, I'll just be woken up the next 30 minutes because she'll have to either stand up and stretch or use the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I take the window seat. And now you take the window seat. Because I, I try not to even drink a lot to where, like... Oh, where you don't have to use the restroom. Like, well, but I'll use the... Like, if the people next to me are using the restroom, then that's when I'll go. Okay. Because I, I just feel... I, I guess I'm too nice of a person to, like, wake someone up yeah, yeah, to yeah. go pee. I just feel bad yeah. doing that. I wouldn't even want to sit next to anybody, period. I mean, I usually try... I travel with my mom when, I, when I'm in the airplane. I'd be like, fuck that. I don't like usually, sitting next to random ass people. I usually travel with my mom when I'm in the airplane, so I usually take the window seat. And Well, back then, I was a kid. I was a small kid, so I could just maneuver. And, um, yeah, I took... I remember as a kid, I took a massive shit in there one time. And uh, it was it was a pretty massive that... <laughs> it, like, it, it feel like... it. it you know the hole in the toilet bowl? It, there's no water, by the way. Yeah, the it's like a toilet yeah. bowl. So my shit was above that that <laughs> hole. So uh, it was pretty filled. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then wow. I, I flushed it, and then, you know, there's still shit debris all over there and stuff like that. <laughs> I take, I take, debris. <laughs> debris. I just, I just take massive shits. That's all I just want to get at. I just take massive shits. And it, it's, pretty, it's pretty nice. Just all the poop, it just gets sucked out. But where does that go? Where does the poop go? There has to be a tank. It, it, they can't just take. They can't just let the shit come out the plane. <laughs> Damn, dude. There has to be a tank. That'd be fucked up. I mean, up. I don't know what happens to shit that falls from that high and hits the ground. It's crazy it? we go from talking about girls, <laughs> dri- girls drifting to <laughs> to taking shits on taking shits on airplanes. Yeah, maybe you should go back. Uh, Chima, did you have any other questions before we end this podcast? Oh, we're ending? Yeah, very soon. Why are we ending? Man, I've been we... trying to get Pal on this podcast for a <laughs> we'll long time. We'll go another hour. Let's go. We hungry. Oh, okay. 
I'm kind of hungry too. We could uh, do a part two to this. Yeah. Ooh. Can we though? Yeah, we can. We can. We always can. Next Sunday. All right. No. So After for the next eat. topic, we're gonna start with: Have you ever had sex in the car? What wait, what? Wait, right right now or no, no, no. no. Ta- part two, part two. Okay, okay. Oh. Part two. We're gonna we're gonna talk. That's gonna be the first. Thing I don't we're think. About. Okay. Since we're talking about cars, right, and talking about girls, right, okay. we're gonna blend the two next time. Okay. And then sex and cars. Yeah. That's hey, okay. where are we eating at, by the way, guys? It depends how baller we want. <laughs> we feel it day. I, I thought we were going to Korean barbecue. We can, can go we... Korean barbecue or all you can eat sushi or... Um, I'm, I was thinking more like... Like, what are you craving? What am I craving? <laughs> okay. I'm going to keep it PG. Maybe we should just... <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for... Listening. Listening to the podcast. Thank you so much, pal, for Thank you for having me. Us. Thank you for letting us use your... Studio, your room, aka room. <laughs> it's and a big, nice room, though. It's nice. It's much nicer than the one that I have. But uh, thank you so much, pal, for being here. Thank you so much for accepting the invite, and thank you so much for being my friend and being my lover. Anyway, Aye. so thank, so uh, thank you guys for listening. If you want to know where this is, we are on Spotify, we are on iTunes, and we are on YouTube. Just search the Hideout Podcast, and you'll find us there. Also, if you have any topics or anything you wish for us to discuss, please email us at thehideoutpodcast at gmail.com. Hey. All right, guys. See you next week. Thank you. See you guys.